Just F It. Hi, I'm Romy, an identity coach helping others who struggle with their sexual identity and families of queer youth find their path of understanding and acceptance. And I'm Carla, a mom empowerment coach empowering moms to own their new identities and motherhood journeys. And, and together, together we are the Effort Madres. Madres. We are here to invite you guys into stories of some inspiring Madres who have changed their lives through an Effort moment. So here we go. Just, Just F, F it. it. Happy Monday. Camaraderie Monday. <laughs> Mompreneur. Today's a good Mompreneur Monday episode. It is. I was thinking that even when, when we, when like, I was like, this is a good one for those businesses that we're promoting right now. I, for yeah. Mom. I was just thinking that as well. Yeah. Fembiz. What is it? Fembiz, Fembiz Fridays. Fridays. Yes. yes, absolutely. Um, well, who are we? We are the Effet Madres. I am Romy. This is Carla. We are two Latina mamas who are best friends. We are girl moms and we had an Effet moment about a year ago and we haven't started this podcast, a space for women to share their stories that inspire other women, that support other women, and just are honest and raw and on Mondays, hopefully motivate you to say effort and do big things. Yes. Well said. And who do we have on today? Yes. We have a dear friend of mine. Her name is Leslie and she is the owner of Sit Still Kids. She and I met through my work. She was a salon that I've been working with for the last year, last years, maybe longer. Geez. It's flying by. But anyways, her and I have established just a really amazing friendship. And she's a very inspiring woman with incredible work ethic. And I just love what she's doing. So I've been trying to get her on for a while and the stars aligned and we have her today. Awesome. Okay. Well, we are going to bring her on in just a second. Okay, everybody. We have Leslie, the owner of Sit Still Kids, one of my friends here one of the people that I work with, somebody that I adore, and we are so excited to finally have you on. We've tried to have you on, and now you're here. Hi, mamas. How are you? <laughs> we are so good. It is a wonderful Monday. We're so excited you're here. We're going to just jump in. So, Carla, do you want to jump in? Yes. So, Leslie, the first question is, when did you decide to just F it and why? So, um, such a fun experience to be on your show, you guys. Um, I have thought about this for just months, and I just keep coming back to the same thing, that I had an amazing experience. I was just about to have my second child. So right now, I currently have an eight-year-old and a six-year-old. So backtrack to when I um, was about to have my second kid, I reached out to a woman who had become like a mentor in my life. And she had left the business that she had currently worked with and franchised. And I just kind of called her and I said, hey, Amy, what, what the hell are you doing these days? Here I am as a mama and I'm about to have my second one. And she said, well, you're, you'll actually really never believe it. I'm going to start franchising a new business. And I'm literally sitting in a closet, you guys, because, you know, as moms, like zero personal space. So <laughs> closet. One, you know, like freaking out. And she said, you'll never believe it. It's a kid's hair salon. You guys, I was like, what the hell? And I, think I even said like, all right, well, well, tell me more. And she started telling me it's called Sit Still. It's been around for 10 years. I have um, taken my kid here forever. And the woman that started it reached out, wanted to franchise it. Leslie, I totally think you should be our first franchisee. I said to her, not no, fuck no. You've yeah. lost your mind. Absolutely not. I sure did. Um, yeah. And 
So I tell my husband that night, I'm like, you would never believe what Amy's doing. And he said, well, I think you should not freak out and think that this is so ridiculous. I think you should maybe look into this. You've been wanting to go back to work. You suck at reporting to anybody, but you are real spirit. So I, we like made it a fun little trip and went out there and, um, the corporate location is in Portland, Oregon. So we had a really fun time out there and I literally left, signed on the dotted line and said, fuck it. I'm going to do this. <laughs> and I did. And Romy, should I tell them when we opened? <laughs> well, yeah. And I want to backtrack a little bit so people know, A, you're not a hairdresser. Right. So no. you, you, that's not your background. B, Carla is a hairdresser and I work in the industry. So we all know this industry. Children's salon is not the first thing any of us sign up for. Right. <laughs> so we would all be like, what? And then no. B, like, I take my daughter here. It's her favorite place. And she's requested only to go to sit still kids. So like that fuck yeah. And doing it was, and I work with you was the best fuck yeah you could have done. So. <laughs> This was like well, a big move for you, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, when I walked in, it was so different. Like the experience of still kids is literally unlike anything I've been to. And the reason why I was like, not no, but fuck no, is because I've been to five of them in the area and they're terrible. Like they're dirty, they're like muted. Um, there's some sort of strange animal jumping out of the wall at you. like things that are terrifying for kids and mm. who they're servicing. So when I walked in and saw this salon and it was bright and it was beautiful and there were mamas talking to each other about what was going on in their lives and what their kids were going through, there was like this strange sense of community that I didn't know could exist in a kid's hair salon. Um, so that's what intrigued me. And I, I knew, I knew immediately why my mentor had gotten into this because it was so different and the kids were getting stellar haircuts, by the way. And the parents were drinking rosé, like, wow, all of the things like you've nailed the kid experience and the adult experience. So I, yeah, like I just jumped in. Here's the next question then, Leslie, is what did you do about it by like when you decided that you said you went there, you signed on the dotted line, you went to look at it. What exactly did that look like for you to make this jump from your being home life into now owning the salon? Well, I think I was in that space where so many moms are in where you know you want something different. Being a stay-at-home mom, for the record, is the hardest job in the world. Yes. I just... I. Just, Years. And I, it's hard. It's hard as hell. So for all the moms out there that are stay-at-home moms, like you have the hardest freaking job. Um, and so I had done that and I was like ready to do the next thing. And I didn't want to report to anybody. I wanted to do something where I could still be a mom and still be in my kids' live, lives and not miss things like you know, all of the different appearances at school and being homeroom mom and all that. I still wanted to do that. And um, this kind of gave me the ability to do it. Um, so yeah, I, I, my husband was like, who is so, so supportive by the way, like, Leslie, you can do this. You've been staying at home, but this is like, you should maybe think about this and it's fun and we'll say no when it's not fun anymore. Um, so thanks for having an amazing husband and, and great yes. family. Yeah. 
Before I jump into the next question, I have a question in regards to, so you said that there were already like five other salons prior to it, but you having the first salon that was the franchise, right? So no, there were two corporate salons. What I, okay. I had other kids salons. So there were two corporately owned salons, um, okay. by the way, originally started sit still kids in Portland. Um, and I was the first franchise location. So, I mean, I was totally the guinea pig in all things. Okay. So they clearly were, were okay with changing the whole concept from those corporate salons to that. And so then moving forward, those franchise salons are like yours that they're going to open. Okay. Oh, that's smart on them then. Well, and so they had this business that they knew was scalable. It was interesting. They sat before they decided to really you know, decide that they could franchise it. The three owners sat in that salon for a year and they learned everything that was under the hood. They worked the front desk, they hired people, they fired people, they did all of the things to figure out what works and how do we scale this so that it's profitable, profitable, you know, right from the beginning. Mm, Okay. Well, I should say mine's a little different because I opened March 8th, 2020. Oh, Five days before the entire shutdown. Oh, my God. Well, the next question is, <laughs> make you feel? Yeah. So as you're starting your business, the pandemic is happening. So how, yeah, how did the effort moment feel and how did it feel going into business and then five days later it being like, you got to shut your doors? Um, really excited and very quickly terrified. You know, yes. I had because I hadn't been working, the money that I invested in this business was not like just wasn't falling from the trees. I had saved this money up so I could do this. Um, And I literally thought, I remember going back into that same closet, like, oh shit, what do I do now? They've told me this is pandemic, or they've told me that this is recession proof, but we don't know anything about a pandemic. Mm So I think all I it is, is like being a mom, you just do, you just do it. There's no like failure that is going to happen. I, you know, I went from being this stay at home mom to working. So my kids couldn't see me fail. And I didn't want all of my friends and that I had been speaking about this great concept. I just, I wasn't going to let myself fail. So we opened back up like the rest of the world. Um, and the first year was super tough, but what sit still had what sold me on sit still was it is it was an experience it was a place for parents to come and it was a place for moms to interact like all those things stood true and guess what it's pandemic proof um (laughs) all made it through um and then they actually like this is the really exciting part of this it's like we talk about and i've listened to you guys talk to so many women it's like once you make a decision thing snowball. They came back to me and said, well, you really know how to run this business. We want you to run operations for the corporation for us. And I said, well, I already kind of work for you. I want to work with you. So I am now an owner of the entire franchise and on locations um, to quite a bit. We have 11 locations open now. We have, we'll have 18 open by the end of the year and we are going to double by the end of next year. Holy shit. I just have chills. You're such a boss, like such a boss to say, like, first of all, I want to just say holding yourself accountable by saying what you're going to do. We talk about this a lot, saying that you're going to do something and putting it out there. There's a, there's like an accountability that's really healthy in that. 
So you said you were going to do this and you weren't going to let those friends and people that you told and your children down. Right. And you did it. But then to hear your story, like I have chills for any mom that like is at home as a stay at home mom doing the hardest job there is. We all fucking know that it is the hardest job. Like, but for you to say, I'm going to then try this. I'm not a stylist. This is totally new. I don't even know what this is going to look like to be where you are now in 2023. I mean, Leslie, like full on inspiring story. Totally. My goodness. That is, that was not, I wasn't expecting it to go down that route. (laughs) (laughs) Good on you. And neither was I. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So my next question then would be like, by doing this, like, and, and really having the success of this and being back at work and then getting busier and becoming an owner and taking on those more effort moments as they come. Cause just like you said, one happens, we talk about it all the time. Another one comes, you're ready for that effort moment. You know, the benefits of taking them. What did it do for you and your family by doing this big effort moment? Um, I think it reminded me of the little girl that I was growing up, the strong, like fierce little girl that stood up to my brother, older brother's bullies that, you know, told everyone basically F it from an early on stage. But as you get older, like you suppress that feeling and you kind of turn into this like shell of yourself and you forget who you are. And it allowed me to open back up and remember who my parents raised me to be and the strong, you know, woman that now I'm raising my daughter. Like we don't need wallflowers. Uh, we need like strong women that stand up and you guys, the franchisees that we've hired on, we've been super particular about who we hire on because that's who we want. We want other strong women that are out there wanting to like disrupt an industry. That's like, quite frankly, like dull and dry. So, um, Yeah the message that you're saying, which is so powerful because it, it's just the message. Carla and I were talking about this before we jumped on this interview, just this message of women and the empowerment that's happening in the world and this voice that we're getting back. The salon is such a beautiful space. And I want to share this for just all walks of life, all equality. It's very welcoming. My daughter goes there and loves it. There is what she's saying truly exists. The books that she has up, the message that she has up, the things that she's selling in, in the shop, it's just got this warm hug around you feeling that's more than just I'm coming for a haircut. There's a whole message for the children that so many places right now are missing and our kids need. So it is more than just a place for a haircut. Yeah. I'm curious to know you are at now from that effort moment when it started, what fears come up for you? Do any of them come up? And the second leg to that is how do you stay moving forward in your effort momentum and not let those fears pull you back? Yeah, I think I'm constantly thinking like, am I going to drop a ball? Am I going to drop a ball as a mom? Am I going to drop a ball as an owner of a salon? I have... 12 other franchisees that am I going to drop a ball with them? So it's constantly reminding myself and them that we do make mistakes and, and we're all humans and mistakes are going to happen. And so I think that fear that I'm going to drop a ball, but then remembering that it's okay. It's okay. We are changing lives in the sense of like, I can tell you what Romy said, you have these kids come in that maybe this is their one choice they get to make, like how they, how they do their hair. So we're not changing the lives of 
I'm not like performing brain surgery, but I do have a really important job. And at the end of the day, I have to remember that that's what I'm here for. So when I drop a ball somewhere, it's okay. It's we're going to fix it. Um, and at, if, if, if the day is just shitty at the end of it, I walk in my salon and I get out a free glitter tattoo and I feel so much better that I've made some kids life like so much better. So, um, just continuing to have that forward motion and know that mistakes will happen. Yeah. But how many times have you dropped a ball and like not learned from that? Like you're always going to learn something from that. So those, those drop ball moments have to happen because your business has to grow and things sometimes need to change. So it's always a learning experience. Yeah, most certainly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot, I think the big message too is, you know, because you didn't do this or come from this world, like your ability to kind of really say F it and go after, you know, an opportunity that you saw would be profitable, would be meaningful, would be good for your soul. Like you said, like you being able to give back, still be a mom, still create that schedule for yourself. So many of us, and you, we all know, and Leslie, you know me too. So many of us are just like in that trapped feeling of what do we do? What is next? What is next on the list for me as I'm a mom now? And I don't know who that little girl is inside of me that wants the whole world again. Right. And then we say F it and we start to find that. And that's when you really get into your, your truth and like who you're supposed to be. And as you know, and we say it on here all the time, show your daughter, show your son, you know, show your kids what it's like to like live in, in that space. And that's like such a, it's such a gift. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's like, we're doing good we're providing good and we're doing good. So the little things that happen are a blip on the radar and it's about making these kids' lives just so special. I mean, sure, it's a business for me and yes, I love it. I've got to make money with it, but it's so much more than that. All of our franchise locations to this day have been clients of Sit Still or friends of clients of Sit Still. And they're like, you need this in your area. And your kids need this in the area. Um, we've got a lot of kiddos that, you know, we you just don't know what a kid goes through. We know what adults go through, but we don't always know what's going on in the mind of a kid. And it's really cool to see these kids blossom and to know about their day and know about, you know, what's happened. And um, we've got kids whose parents have passed away and would become kind of like a confidant for them or kids who are going through a transition, a transition in their life and they just need someone else to listen to them. And we get to do that. Well, Carly, you do that in your job as a hairdresser, right? For adults. Like, isn't it like the joke that you guys are like therapists sometimes? You've got that yeah. time with your clients, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. They call it cheap therapy, but it's not really that cheap. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It is. You're 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 making a formidable like impression on these kids. And it's got to be such an incredible feeling um, to, that these kids have this space and that the, the moms have a space that it doesn't sound like just some random salon. It sounds like a community building. Like I really, I, I mean, I would be like, I know how to cut kids hair. I'm just gonna take my yeah. kid to your salon because it sounds like <laughs> yeah. it'd be so fun to just sit back and hang out with other moms. That's, that's so very cool. Very I told cool. Frankie because they were booked up because they're booked up now and I, I couldn't get her in one week. So we ended up going to this other shop to get her hair cut. 
And then recently we needed to get it again. And it was really cute because she was like, I only want to go to sit still, mom. Like they have the cool cars and the TV and like, it's just better. So even at a young age, they're already creating like what their environment feels like that they want to be in just like we do when we want to go to our salons or we want to go be pampered or treated like you want that environment. And I took her to a regular place, you know, wasn't catered to kids. They cut her hair. She, but the experience wasn't there. And there's something really fun. Like she said, where we can save up and it can be a treat where it's like, you're going to go get your hair done. It's still kids. You're going to get sparkle strands. It's, there's going to be something cute for you to like buy on your way out. It's an entire spa experience for a kid. And as us moms, and yes, we can probably do these things at home because we're in the industry. Like we don't want to. Yeah. It's a vibe. I mean, it's a whole vibe. It is a vibe. Frankie's been saying the, on the way home, she goes, mom, how do you spell vibe? Like summer vibes. <laughs> That's well, and don't, you don't play kids music either. So like the whole thing is it's, it's cool for kids chill for adults, fun for all. Like that's our motto. And literally we play like throwback eighties music. So like parents have fun and sit cold brew or their glass of rosé and like chit chat while their kid is taking care of that joke. I always hear is like, well, my kid won't sit still. Well, obviously nobody's kid sits still. (laughs) That's not really our goal. Our goal is for you to sit still you, we're taking you, we got them taken care of you over there, mama, you have a moment, meet a friend, type your emails, get on your Instagram. I don't care what you do. We got, we got your kid taken care of. Um, yeah. And the lot, like, I, I also want to just point out that like, when you said the thing about inclusion, like that is so important to us as a brand. And I want to make sure that I double tap on it because we have kiddos that are, autistic that are, you know, on the spectrum, we've got kiddos of all nationalities, all ethnicities. Never will we say no to anyone. Our stylists know how to cut every type of hair. And we do special quiet hours for kiddos that maybe just need a little bit more of an experience um, that's not so loud. We've got this one family, and I kid you not, you guys, they've been coming for two months. That child has not sat in the seat yet, but we're working we're getting in there and every day, you know, every week he comes and we progress a little bit further into the salon. It's so beautiful because as Carly, you know, like the patience of most hairdressers with, with kids, with any special kind of requirements or, you know, attention like that, that's really hard to get. Yeah, (laughs) it is. It is very hard. It's very hard to get. And those kids need it. And that's why the family keeps coming back because they feel like they feel welcomed and, they feel the patience that you guys are giving them. So that's very, that's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's a really, it's a really warm space. that feels very included. And again, tapping into just where we are in the world and what kind of world our kids are growing up in. It's really refreshing to have spaces like this where you can just like, everyone can breathe and be themselves and there's just no judgment. You don't feel any of that in this space. And so it's, it's, it's amazing. I mean, I love, obviously love Leslie and working with her. Uh, Leslie, this is my final question for you. What is your advice to any mom that's maybe a stay-at-home mom, wants to make a big move? Like, what's your advice to someone listening? Call me or call someone that maybe can help give you a little bit of advice. I feel like you said you're so stuck in where you are and you don't even know what to do to kind of get out of, of your sticky situation. So 
call me, call, um, call a friend and bump ideas off of them and then do something until it's not fun anymore. Like open yourself up to change, um, and to, you know, new ideas and new experiences because, you know, my husband, he was fun and he's still fun, but the day he's not fun anymore, I always said, <laughs> well, yeah, but, um, I want, I, moms need to like continue to open themselves up, um, for new experiences, but seriously, Clearly, I can talk. Call me, mamas. I'm here for you. <laughs> well, I love that. Where can people follow uh, the salon? Where can they follow Wirt's website? Give all the shout outs to it. Yeah, so it's sitstillkids.com is our website. Um, you can log on to that if you're interested in franchising. We can talk to you. I am not that person. Um, <laughs> somebody is there. So we're on Insta. We're on everything. Our main sites are at sitstillkids.com. Amazing. Yeah. Leslie, thank you so thank much. You. For... Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. So this is this is the end where I'm gonna say just, just F it. it.